Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by empowering women to dream bigger through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. This is where women grow. Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Power Alliance podcast. I'm so excited for you to hear this next woman's amazing story. Let me read a little bit about Lauren. Lauren Wrighton is a podcast strategist who has helped female business owners launch their chart-topping shows since 2017. She now uses her expertise to help freelancers become profitable podcast managers in her course, the the Podcast Manager Program. Lauren is a Christ follower, a wife, and a mom of three girls. Welcome, Lauren. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to to have you, to be here. I just loved your story when we chatted. Um, I think that was last week, although don't the weeks just feel like they're like it was months ago. (laughs) Yes. They're flying by, but they're so long. (laughs) It's so strange. It's, I have zero concept of time anymore. Um, but I absolutely loved chatting with you for a number of reasons. So I know I read your bio, but why don't you share just a little bit more about, about yourself? Yeah. So, um, I'm a podcast producer, which a lot of people are like, what? Exactly. (laughs) I know podcasts, but like I did not go to school for this at all. I have a degree in biology. My real background though is in fitness and now I'm a podcast producer. So it just goes to show you find your way. Right. Um, but yes, I, um, I've been, so I produce podcasts. I'm like behind the scenes person on podcasts. Uh, and, I'm a mom. And so really the the way that I got into this business is because I wanted a, a career, a job that would allow me to be at home, um, work some, and to kind of create that perfect combination. Of course, nothing's perfect, <laughs> but to have, so that I could have a little bit more of that um, combination that I was looking for. And here I am. Well, it's funny because, you know, like we make our plan. You've heard the saying, we make plans and God laughs. Yes. <laughs> and so when we were chatting, I mean, it's kind of a funny, like twisted sideways way that you came t- into this. This is a very specific niche. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, I think that God has such a funny sense of humor. Doesn't he? Um, yes. And yeah, I, so whenever I graduated from college, I was working in fitness and I joined an MLM and I feel like God takes a lot of our, us entrepreneurs and shows us that we want to be entrepreneurs by taking us through an MLM. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, I, I found that it wasn't right for me, but it definitely taught me like, Hey, there's something here. And, but God really needed to humble me because I was, you know, more focused on, um, ego and, you know, wanting to make money and things like that. And I, you know, he, I didn't, I needed to learn a lot before he was really going to, um, give me that success of any, you know, in any measure really. So, um, so yeah, he's definitely kind of sharpened me along the way. And finally, when I was ready, I now have this, this business of podcasting. Well, it's, and you're not the only one. Like that is exactly what he does. And network marketing in particular, um, you know, it has a, it's almost like 
it can be training ground because you kind of get a taste of what it would be like to manage yourself, really. I mean, that's mm-hmm. really the if you go from working in the traditional job world and then you get into network marketing and you're like, well, I don't really have a boss, but they, I know what to do because then you kind of like, if I can do this, mm-hmm. maybe I could do something else. It's a, it's a great springboard. I've seen that happen to a lot of people over the years. Maybe that wasn't the right space. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but they, it kind of woke something up in them and, and really what you've created for yourself is, it's a perfect scenario. You're, you're in a niche market. Um, you know, you're able to work from home and really kind of choose your clients. So how, how do people even find you? So I was injured. So this is a kind of a crazy story, but what happened was, um, I was working in fitness and then I got pregnant with my first daughter. And I, and I knew from the start, I've known forever that I wanted to work, but I also wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. And I had no idea how I was going to make it happen. I just knew that I, that was going to be it. You know, you know, when like God put something in you where you're like, this doesn't make sense to anyone or me, <laughs> but it's going to have to happen. So that yeah. was my, like, I knew that I wanted to be home. Um, there was no doubt in my mind, but, and since I worked in fitness, you know, you can go part-time it's, it's flexible. So I went yeah. part-time, my friend and I started a podcast for fun, um, about fitness. So that's how I got into the podcast world was just by like, let's do this with a friend. And, um, and so then I thought, you know what, there's something here. I think I can do this for other people but I don't know where to find these clients. So I joined a freelance, uh, like a job board called Upwork. And it wasn't great. <laughs> there's a lot of, you know, there's, it wasn't a great situation, but I realized like, yes, this is possible. Um, and I was, this is my story. Basically, I was making, I was getting paid $30 and $30 an episode. And it was taking me five hours to do. Oh, Yeah. So that didn't last long because I had a baby and I had a husband and I wanted a life. <laughs> and you were making $6 an hour. Exactly. <laughs> Wasn't going to work. So I shelved that. I was like, you know what? I actually don't think this is possible. There's got to be something else. But then later that year, I went to a wedding and there was a girl there that had two kids and I was pregnant with my second. And my husband was like, hey, let's go talk to her. She has two kids. Like that's a silly thing, but <laughs> I went and talked to her and she actually teaches moms how to start freelance businesses online. So it was a really weird, like obviously God moment. Yeah. Most moments are God moments um, of meeting her. And she, ha- she has, has a community of a bunch of moms like me who, who want this mix. And so that's how I found clients is by learning about this community online and then being able to find all these other women that have businesses that, that start podcasts and need someone like me. Oh my gosh. So I've been podcasting for three years. And so I self-taught, had nobody help me with anything, learned everything via Google. And I have a master's in Google and a master's in YouTube. And, um, but later on down the road, probably a year into my journey, I started joining these groups on Facebook for people that podcast. And I will tell you, you are needed. Mm -hmm. I, I think literally more than 80% of the posts are people that need what you do more than Mm -hmm. 80%. Yeah. Yeah. And actually in May, so last month of 2020, um, there were 95,000 new podcasts started. <laughs> and not everyone has a podcast manager by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. 
But if half of those people do, that's a lot of new jobs. <laughs> I, and I don't think even half of them do. I mean, I, you know, it's funny. Um, when I started podcasting, it was like every other person I spoke to said, I want to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's the craziest thing. I wrote, I wrote two books. And when I became an author, every other person was like, I want to write a book. And it's so funny because um, I've had, I have helped a number of people, well, a handful of people to actually do what I do. And I'm way low tech. You and I talked about it. What, mm-hmm. what I taught myself to do is like, I wanted to leverage my time. I wanted to have the highest production value with the most simplicity. And so I don't know. I feel like maybe I hijacked the whole podcasting world, but, uh, but people don't have the time, don't want to learn, would much rather just do what they do and be in their content zone. Mm-hmm. And so what you're doing is, is very needed and necessary. And let me ask you something about your clients. So being a woman of faith, does that impact at all? Like who you choose to work with, or is that, is that prevalent in your world? Yes. So in the beginning, I actually, my first client had a Christian podcast and I loved it. I I loved the podcast. And that was one of the reasons I was willing to do the $30 for five hour (laughs) uh, exchange for a a minute there. Uh, But yeah, I, the thing is is that there's so many podcasts that you can really be picky in my situation of finding you know, the, the best podcast to work on. And I actually teach that to my students that, Hey, look for a specific type of person, because when someone sees that you are a podcast producer for Christian podcasts and they're a Christian podcaster, the, that alignment is just going to be a, you know, a yes. Right. So, so yes, I, um, I don't strictly work with Christian podcasters, but you know, my, I wear my faith on my sleeve. So everyone knows. Um, and, and yes, I, if I wanted to, I could strictly work for Christian podcasters because there's, you know, you know, a million out there. But like actually. Yeah, like that <laughs> hundreds of thousands. <laughs> uh but but yeah, I, I do definitely recommend that because you can niche yourself down as much as as much as you want. And and if you're listening to this, this that ideology is not is does not just belong in the in this niche specifically with podcasting or producing podcasts. What I have found in general, especially in today's world, that the more you can niche down, and I just did a training on this, the more you personally can niche down, getting as specific and as authentic as you can with you, what you do, branding of yourself or your business. You're narrowing the field, but what that does is that actually opens the floodgates. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. find that to be just a um, a really good principle for business period. So, you know, you've niched down, but I, are, do you have like more business than you can even handle? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I, I don't take on one and one-on-one clients anymore because I, which I now am focusing more on teaching. And so Mm -hmm. I pass those clients off to my students, but I love what you're saying here. I totally agree. And I, when people, when people question like, well, can I be a podcast producer for X, Y, and Z? It's like, well, how many clients do you need? Exactly. You only like in our world, you only need, you know, maybe five clients. So are there five ideal clients out there for you? A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting that you said there were 95,000 new podcasts that came out last year. I guarantee you that since people went on lockdown, the numbers of new podcasts that started skyrocketed because just podcast equipment 
like on Amazon, it like was gone. Nobody could buy anything because everybody's like, Hey, I'm home. Let's start a podcast. Yeah. People finally had space in their brain and in their day, maybe, um, to actually do some of these things that they they've been wanting to do. Um, I love the podcast world. I didn't realize I was going to love it. I did it because it was just a call. I felt a call, God calling me specifically to something. And at that point I was kind of listening to podcasts, but not, I wasn't as nutty as I am about them now. But what I have found about people that podcast and people that listen to podcasts, they're all very similar. These are like type A multitasking crazy people. Yeah. <laughs> like we are, we're not sitting at home with podcast, with, you know, headphones in our ears or our device on or whatever, listening to a podcast, doing nothing. So podcast people are very multitask oriented, which is why I think people that like podcasts like them because they can be driving, cleaning, working out, walking, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I, I love, I love the world of podcasting. And when I recorded my final episode for the sold out entrepreneur, although I say final, what does that even mean? You never know. Exactly. It's not like I deleted it or anything. It's still there. Yeah. But I felt kind of sad because it God took me on the most remarkably beautiful journey of, you know, having the courage to step out and really speak about my faith, which is the only reason I started it is I felt God calling on me to talk about your faith as if you weren't afraid of offending or ticking anybody off. Mm-hmm. And um, so do you still have a podcast? I don't. And I was just thinking that as you said it. So I, my friend and I had this podcast, she's a dietitian and it, our dynamic, it started off as us thinking we knew everything about fitness and nutrition. Then as we aged, we realized, I realized, um, I don't know anything, uh, which I think we all figure out, uh, somewhere along the way that we don't know as much as we think we do, but, um, the older but we get, my, the less we know a hundred percent. So as my business in the behind the scenes of podcasting took off, I realized, you know, this actually doesn't make sense that I'm a a co-host of this show. And I really realized God helped me come to the conclusion that I was holding my friend back because she, during that time, she's um, younger than I am. She graduated from college. She got her dietetics degree. So we started it where she wasn't quite a professional. And I, and by the point that I was ready to leave, she was a professional. She needed to take this and run with it. And so it was January of 2019 that I told her, I was like, this is the way we got to go. Like, I just know I, I, I have to leave the show. Um, you know, you, you've got to run with this and she has, she's kept it up. It's her show now. And, um, her and I still chat about it, but I'm not, I'm not on it anymore. What a, what a beautiful testimony for people listening to hear how you just pivot. I mean, I feel like God, he's looking for people that are willing to do that. Like, okay, you're going down this path. And then he just tells you something and you say, okay. And then you just turn the corner, like no resistance. Maybe there was resistance, but you know, just kind of going in the direction that he is asking you to go and, uh, you know, look at the gears that you've changed from being in, in fitness and being in network marketing to now you are a, and then you were podcast host, then you were podcast producer, and now you're teaching podcast producing. I mean, it's just a beautiful journey. Yeah. Yeah. And I, one of the the lessons that I've learned just over the past couple of months is God wants me to say yes to his plan, right? Mm. He wants all of us to say yes. And a lot of times we don't, we don't purposely, we, as in speaking from my perspective, I don't normally say, I, maybe I'm not saying no, 
but I'm not saying anything, which is a no. <laughs> right. <laughs> so over the last couple of months, I've, I've really tried to tell myself, is this God? And then act on it and act because God can do more with our bad decisions than he can do with nothing. That is and so, so, that is so profound. Yeah. I, I got, I read that from a book. So that's not, that's not me. That's well, that's God through a book, but, uh, but yeah, so that's been my kind of my mantra is the last couple of months is just do something. Don't overthink it. You know, don't, don't ask every person, you know, when you know mm-hmm. in your gut. Um, oh, I love this. I heard, I heard that, uh, people call the Holy spirit, um, that voice inside or like, Oh, something's telling me that's, that's the Holy spirit. So yeah. I just acting on just, it's almost feels a little impulsive to me, but I feel like Sometimes. when you're, yeah. And, but at the same time, if God can work with with that, so I go for it. Um, I think that is very profound. And, and I know, I know what you're talking about. It's impulsive, but it isn't because it feels so what I've learned to do with the voice of God over years is it started off like, is this you God? And I'd wait for like all these confirmations. And then it was like, okay, I think this is you. I'm going to do it. If it's wrong, be willing, be ready to fix my mess up. Right. Mm, yeah. And then, but as you exercise that skill, I believe hearing the voice of God is a skill, then it, I know that it, I know what you're saying. It, it seems impulsive, but it actually isn't. It's just responding. It really mm-hmm. is just you know that you know and you know if it was an audible booming voice and you knew 110% that it was god you wouldn't consider it impulsive to respond immediately you'd be like well god just spoke i'm <laughs> that is god i'm going to do what he says so i get that that's the feeling because we're not hearing an audible voice mm-hmm. but in reality we're just being obedient 100%. And that's that's I think what we should focus on is you know in in staying in the word helps mm. because you're so you stay in alignment with with God's voice in general. So I think that's important that keeps it keeps you kind of making sure you're not just out doing whatever whatever you want every day, but I so relate in the fact that I was waiting for so many confirmations and I could just hear I it finally hit me that it was like God's like, "Okay, Lauren, Let's go. Let's do it. I've told you a hundred times. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, are you going to start another podcast? Because I feel like you probably might need to start another podcast in a whole different genre. I am going to start a new podcast. So I've been not podcasting for a year and a half, which is so wild, uh, even though I feel like I'm still am because I listen and edit all the time. Yeah. But yes, I am going to start a new podcast for podcast managers, which is so, you know, meta. But yes, it's it's in the works. That's awesome. I'm so excited for that. And um, man, I'm telling you, everyone's going to listen to it. Everyone in the podcast podcast world will listen to it because even even if they're like me and they don't have a podcast, they're the podcast manager. (laughs) Yeah, uh, exactly. Exactly. So I used to really get caught up in like, who am I talking to? Because I have clients who are podcasters and then I have students who are podcast managers. I'm like, okay, actually this information is for everyone because it's all about optimizing your podcast. So every, everyone in the world, everyone in the podcasting world can use that advice. So I finally got over that hurdle. I'm excited for that. I will be listening to that and learning from that because there's so much to learn. Yeah, there really is. There's so much to learn. Well, how, tell, um, anybody that is listening, tell the listeners how they can connect with you and find you. Yeah. So I am on Instagram at Lauren Wrighton. It's a simple. And then my website is laurenwrighton.com. 
Awesome. And we'll make sure that all of that information is in the show notes. If you're watching the video, then it'll be in right below the video and all the details. And um, I just thank you for what you're doing and helping to give legs to people that want to get their voice out there, but just can't uh, for a number of reasons, like technically impaired and Mm -hmm. which there's a lot of technically impaired people. Uh, So I appreciate you, what you're doing. And thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me and thank you for what you're doing. I love the community that you've, um, that you've put out there. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's a total God thing. So again, just being obedient. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that. So informative. What a cool niche that Lauren has created for herself. And she's helping so many other women to just uh, actually have their voice out there in the world of podcasting. Well, I just want to say to you, are you part of the Girl Power Alliance community? You're not? Why not? (laughs) What are you waiting for? There is so much value added to the membership with the courses, with the resources, with the workouts, with the collaborations, with the friendships, the fellowshipping. I mean, I could go on and on. It is worth its weight in gold. And I will tell you that miracle growth is happening every single day within the membership for the for these women who are just changing the world one day, one life, one conversation at a time. And I think you need that. I will tell you what, the world needs you and your voice and what you have to offer. So just say yes. We have so many amazing things happening. We have our Bloom Summit, which is coming up in November. We have the Radiant Leadership Academy, which is coming up uh, at the end of the year, well, beginning of the year, (laughs) and just so many things. Power Hour every week, Eating with Intention, Faith and Fitness, Jesus at the Mat. I mean, I could go on and on, couldn't I? It's time. Just say yes. Go over to girlpoweralliance.com and just say yes. Join the membership. Join the family. We've been praying for you and waiting for you. We can't wait to meet you. And I will tell you what, miracle growth is waiting for you right now. Don't forget, Girl Power Alliance is where women grow.